What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Hamilton Train Podcast. I am your host of the day, Jared Hamilton. If you and I have never met before, it is a pleasure. Welcome to the show. You like my like half-ass attempt at beatboxing just now? You know, fun fact, uh, beatboxing and breakdancing was two things I really wanted to learn to do when I was younger. Um, so I would just like half-ass, half-ass beatbox because I can play drums. So I would like kind of mess around with that without doing anything with it. The whole breakdancing thing never happened. But uh, yeah, I always kind of wanted to be a badass beatboxer, but never really tried to make anything of that. So I just kind of half-assed do it like that. Fun fact. Now, today is a very controversial, interesting topic, which always stirs some interesting discussion. I want to talk about why, or not why, what to do when the people around you are not very supportive of your goals, or they have different goals. So uh, if you can hear my dog in the background chomping on a bone, I apologize, but he's being all happy and with his bone, so I'm going to leave him alone. But yeah, so what to do when the people around you aren't as very supportive of your goals? Because here's the thing, guys, is this is a very is, is super prevalent. I mean, it sucks if it's like your immediate support system, like your friend, you're like your family, or like your spouse. You know, like you're trying to be fit and healthy, and your spouse is trying to like die early of obesity. Like that can make things kind of uh, a damper, so to speak. Or just like your friends, like your you know your best buddies or whatever. It's like you're wanting to go out. They're all wanting to go get drinks and hot wings, and you're like. Oh, I got, I can't, I'll go, but I don't want to eat. Or you, you have other priorities and they're like, Oh, Bob or Sarah trying to be healthy. And then they like poke fun at you and shit. So I'm going to try to give you guys a little bit of a uh, help on this front. So, um, this is one of those things where like, there is no clear cut answer, like calorie deficit or strength training or whatever. So, um, this one can be hard. Like, it, is, it really depends on depends on the severity of the situation and your and whatever your situation is, because part of it is it may be as extreme as you need to get a new circle, you know. But like, let's say you're married, you can't just say like, "Oh, buy wife of forty years because you're not into fitness." Like you, you know, that's not very good. So a lot of this, uh, like I said, this is super contextual. Like, and I hate to say that and sound like a fucking politician, but like it it, it depends, you know. Um, if it's your spouse, let's, I mean, I guess we'll go through the different tiers here. Let's say it's your closest as you can get. Let's say it's your spouse. Cause here's the thing. You don't have to be into ex- all the same stuff. You don't have to be exactly into everything. Like if your wife's into pottery and you're not like, you don't have to have pottery shoved up your ass to be close to them. Or like if, you know, your husband's into, um, motorcycles and you're not into motorcycles, you don't have to be out in the garage with him every time he's out there tinkering with his toys. You know what I mean? So understand that your spouse doesn't have to be uh, like as gung ho about this as you are. Okay. Now it's different if they're like condescending about it, but because this is a balance too, because I, I get it. You don't want to also be like every spare second of your waking of your waking day is at the gym and you know, it's, it's becoming a damper on the relationship. This is all, I would say one of my biggest tips with this is balance. You don't have to be all on one extreme or all the other. You don't have to be, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger in the gym four hours a day eating chicken, rice and broccoli every meal and can't ever go out on a date. Like my wife and I just went and got lunch at our local Mexican restaurant just so we could have some time together because our schedules have been conflicting lately. So, but like, like we were able to do that. Like I made that work in my calories and my numbers and things like that. So like there's, there's understand there's, there's more than likely there's balance to be found somewhere just because I know just due to the nature of fitness, people like to make it extreme. They liked like, we're not extreme or all or nothing in any other area of our life. But for some reason, fitness and fat loss, people like to act like they are. So it may be a matter of taking a step back, 
and making sure that you're not being extreme with this. Okay. So like I said, I'm going to, I guess I'll go through each one. I didn't have notes for this ready. I did. I've just, I saw this was a really good topic I wanted to talk about. So I just turned the mic on. So, um, so yeah, I guess we'll start here at the, like at the spousal level. So if your spouse is just like not their thing, don't force it. One of the worst things I see people do is like the husband in the gym wants to get the wife in the gym and he like says something to her about it every single day or go so far as to be like, Hey honey, you're putting on some pounds. Like, like, don't do that. Don't be that guy. Here's the other thing. Like if you're a spouse that's into fitness and you're, or if you're a person that's into fitness and your spouse or partner isn't, but you like want them to be, you can't force it. Everything starts with desire and you can't do the desiring for them. They have to want it for themselves. But here's the thing to think about. Like, I hate to turn the tables on you, but like, when was the last time you tried to support and get in and show interest on stuff they want on? Like, I'll see husbands all the time. They're like, oh, I want my wife to get in here. But like, you don't do anything with her pottery hobby or her yoga hobby, you know, or you're like, you know, you're not trying to go to yoga and Tai Chi or whatever hobby that your wife's into. Most husbands aren't trying to get in on that too. So that's the thing is we got to, you know, like I sounds cheesy, go back to the golden rule, like to do what others, what you'd want them to do for you. So if you want them to support you, why don't you try supporting them first, but do it without an expectation. Like don't be, you know, in the situation where it's like, man, Sarah, I've been, been going, like talking to you about pottery for the last four weeks and you haven't gone to the gym once. Like don't do it out of a sense of expectation like that. Do it without the intent of getting anything back. But think about it. Like if, if you're a, a partner wanting your other side to be involved in fitness, when was the last time you showed them interest in what they're doing and what, you know, what their hobbies look like? Like even Shelby, like for example, like my, for those of you who don't know my wife, she's fucking amazing. She, um, so I, my hobby, my side hobby that it has nothing to do with the gym is Brazilian jiu-jitsu. A lot of you guys know I've been training for about a year and back in that. And I love it. And I go like three days a week and all this other shit. Shelby could give two shits about Brazilian jiu-jitsu. <laughs> like, like she doesn't care about the jiu-jitsu. She doesn't give two shits about it. She doesn't want to get on the mats. You know, like if I go compete, she'll probably come watch. But like, she doesn't care about jiu-jitsu. But guess what she does after every single time I get home from class? Hey, baby, how's class? What'd you learn? And then I'll like something cool because I like to talk. I'll, I'll say something cool that happened. I'm like, oh, I caught an arm bar on Bob. And she'll be like, oh, really? No way. That's so cool. And then we'll get talking about it. And that makes me feel really good. And I know it's and I know it's genuine. Sorry if you heard Remy just hack up like a lung. But like I know it's genuine. Like she is intentfully trying to show it show um uh love and appreciation or um just interest in what interests me. So then I, I then I just by nature try to do the same thing for her because I want to be I mean shoot like Shelby's into Harry Potter and I'll like get talking to her about Harry Potter or I'll like start reading the books or whatever. Like it's, it's that kind of thing is just by nature of this stuff, you start showing attention to what your partner is into. They will just almost subconsciously oblige. Do you see what I mean? So I, I just see too many partners there. The people bitch and complain. They're like, Oh, well my, my, my wife hates the fact that I'm at the gym all the time. Da, 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 da. But here's the thing also think about it. Like, sh- is that out of line? Like there's one thing it her. She never wants you to go to the gym. That's stupid. That's being a little bit unreasonable, but like, are you really spending two hours at the gym every single, every single day, seven days a week? Like that. See, like that's why you have to look at this from both sides, but 
so, I mean, it's one of those things where it's, it's a game of balance. That's the hardest part. Now let's move away from the spousal side. Cause I think most people don't, when, when, when I get to see that question come up or people ask about the whole, um, the, the whole, like with your, your environment or friends aren't on board with what you're doing. I think most people are meaning like your bros and your, your girls and your, your buddy buddies, like your drinking buddies. Um, Cause this is a little bit different because most spouses I, I think can be a little more understanding or want you to even get out of the house. So, um, so here's the thing when it comes to your friends and like eh, family members, you have to, at the end of the day, remember this one thing. It is your responsibility to take care of you and you have to live for you. Okay. At the end of the day, you have to be happy with who you are. You can't live for everyone else. You can't live to please everybody. Because even if you do, you're going to be fucking depressed as fuck because you feel like you're not you. You have to still be true to who you are. And I know that sounds corny and cheesy and over-discussed like that. But understand that if it's your friends, you just might have to get a different circle. Like I hate to say that. Or you might have to limit your circle, your association with your current circle. Because if you're around people who aren't aligning with your goals, there are more people out there who are in line with your goals. All right. Now this, like I said, it's a balance. Like if you were wanting to go to the gym four or five days a week and your friends are wanting to go drink four or five nights a week, that doesn't mean you have to be all one or all the other, all one, all one or all the other. It could be like, no, you're going to go to the gym, you know, three, four times and you might go out once, you know, or if like, let's say you're out with your friends and they're all ordering double quadruple cheeseburgers with extra sides of chocolate and fries times a thousand and you're ordering a chicken salad. And they're like, oh, oh, look, Jared's on the diet. Oh, Sarah's eating keto or did it, you know, a lot of that is just like, you got to learn to shake it off. Half that shit, because here's the thing, half that shit they're saying is it nine times out of 10 because they have ill intentions. Nine times out of 10, they're afraid of losing you. Like, I, I, I mean, that's the thing. If you got friends who aren't as supportive, like I said, this is, there's a lot of facets to this. It's not necessarily them just trying to be mean pieces of shit because if you all been homies for freaking 10 years, chances are they're scared as shitless of losing you because you're leveling up their, they're, you're leveling, leveling up your life. And that just makes them feel like they're, they makes them feel bad because they're not leveling up their life. If all of a sudden you're, you know, investing in trainers and programs and gym memberships and better quality food. And you know, you're looking great and feeling awesome and you're down 30 pounds and your bench is up 50 pounds. And you know, you're feeling confident and you're fitting in pants and tights and jeans that you haven't fit in in years. And you're making them all look bad. Like it may be just a subconscious thing. They start joking around because you're making, putting pressure on them and then they feel not worthy, so to speak, or you're making them feel like they need to level up and they're not. And that's where a lot of times those snide comments come, come around. But this is where it gets personal. If it bothers you that much, you might have to limit your association with them or totally. If they're p- real pieces of shit, you might have to just cut them off. Or you just might have to go out less. Instead of going out with them every single weekend, you might just go out once a week, once a weekend per month. You see what I mean? But a lot of it depends. Or you could be a really a real fucking adult and tell them that you, you, those comments make you feel bad. This is where you take communication to a whole nother level. If this really bothers you, you could really have a comp. I mean, you could have a really good heart to heart with them and be like, Hey, look, man, I, I don't, and I know you're saying this and you probably don't mean it like that, but it really bothers me. And it's offensive. And cause I'm working really hard on what I'm trying to do. And I just, I just don't really appreciate it and see what they say. 
Because for all they know, you they may just be joking around, busting your balls and be like, oh, bro, I'm so sorry. I had no idea. We were just joking. I think it's awesome what you're doing. It may end up in that kind of conversation. Or if they're like, all right, well, Mr. Fucking, Mr. and Mrs. Fucking tight pants that can't take a joke. Like it may be one of those things where if they get a little bit hostile or aggressive, it may show you a little bit more true colors. But if you guys are close enough, you should be able to talk and have a conversation with them about that. You understand? You see where I'm getting at? That's why like this whole thing, it just really depends. But as a whole, you just might have to limit your association with people who are not on the same wavelength as you. I've had this happen in business. Friends of mine who we all started before any, before I got into business and then I got into business and doing my thing. And the, you know, as I started getting more successful and things started going really well, I've lost friends or people I used to hang out with all the fucking time. I don't hang out with anymore or once every blue moon, just because we're not, we're, we're not on that same, same level anymore. I'm not saying I'm better than them. I'm just saying is like our frequencies are different. You know, like I said, because as you level up other people, it may, you'll attract other people into your life, but you'll repel others. And if you and someone else is on different levels, then it's just maybe one of those things. It's like, you know, people like, oh, you changed. Well, like, okay, that's a good thing. We're all supposed to be changing, growing and evolving because if we're not, we're dead. Right. So I, I know, I feel like I'm not really helping anybody with this episode. I, I guess the only, the best thing I could say is it, like, try to balance it as best as you can, but understand you may have to limit some associations or cut them off entirely. If people are just being straight assholes and toxic, cut them off. There's more people out there. There's like 8 billion people on this planet. Like there's, if someone's being a piece of shit to you, fucking cut them. But I'm guessing that's not the case. I'm guessing someone's just trying to make conversation and you're taking a little bit harsh and you need to have an actual real adult conversation with them, which are not easy to have. Because I'm guessing if you look at your friend and said, hey, man, listen, like, I know you probably don't mean it like this, but like that bothers me because I'm like working really hard at this stuff and I'm trying to get my shit straight and you're just like making me feel really bad and kind of out of place. What are they going to do? Get pissed that you said that? Chances are they're going to be like, oh, I'm sorry. I had no idea. Yeah, I I won't say anything like that anymore. I'm sorry. Chances are that's what's going to happen. But it really just depends on what level is like if your spouse is being toxic or just making fun of you or just not interested or your friends are being toxic or making fun of you or just not interested. But that's the thing, guys, is balance is a cool, like understand that you have to have balance because people, when it comes to fitness, when it heed this right here, listen closely. When it comes to fitness, everyone tries to make it all in, all out, all or nothing, zero or a hundred. When it's when no other area in our life is like that, people have a tendency to not be balanced at all with fitness. They're either eating chicken, rice, and broccoli every fucking meal, or they're partying every day, drinking, eating fried foods every single meal in massive quantities. Versus you can have both. You can look good naked and still go out with your friends. Like I said, I just got back from lunch with Shelby. And we just went to our favorite little Mexican joint. And I just had a big old cheesy burrito and chips and salsa. And we had a really good conversation. And I'm not hindered at all. So you can have both. Too many people are being like, oh, my friends aren't a fan of what I'm doing, but you're being an extremist with it all. You know, that's why, you know, if you're like, don't like, I don't don't know how to put this. Like if you're, I mean, I'm trying to figure out how to put this nicely. Like it, if you're being an extreme asshole with it, where all you do is eat, sleep and breathe fitness, then I I mean, part of me like gets it if your friends are kind of like not feeling it. 
That's why it's good to have balance. You have to be balanced with all of this too. That's why don't be so quick to point your fingers at all your friends and be like, what could I be doing better? All right. Now, don't get me wrong. If they're being a piece of shit, they're being a piece of shit. But also look at yourself and be like, what? And well, and is, do all I do is talk about the gym? Am I, at, well, I may be at the gym three hours a day, seven days a week. Well, am I like making my friends feel bad because I'm opening up Tupperware at the middle of the restaurant and they're, you know, ordering fried foods and whatnot? Like it's one of those things where, where, um, you have to kind of keep in mind what's going on. You see what I mean? So look at the whole fat, the whole spectrum of it. Don't necessarily be so quick to be like, Oh, my friend is a piece of shit. That kind of thing. You see what I mean? So, um, so my dogs are playing with a bone. If you can hear that thing thumping around, I apologize. But, um, yeah, so I, I, that's really my best advice I have is find balance. Look at, look at, look at all the scenarios, look at all, um, all sides of the equation, not just them being unsupportive, but seeing if you're being an extremist, but also see if you, if you can find balance better somewhere. Because like I said, that's chances are where the issues at is you're probably being, most people are being extreme when it comes to this stuff and they need to have a little more balance. Like I said, there's no reason you can't chill with your friends, have some pizza, go out, have a couple drinks and still get to the goals you want to have. You don't have to, you know, bring four containers of Tupperware to the bar and that kind of thing. You know what I mean? But also part of this is don't be so sensitive too. like, I don't mean this bad, but like, don't be a pussy just because someone's like giving you a hard time for ordering a water at the bar. Like, so what? Oh, come on, man. Have a good time. Be like, bro, I am. I got water and vodka on the rocks. Kill the, kill the vodka. Like make a joke out of it. Like that's the thing is chances are they don't mean that shit bad. But like I said, if they do mean it bad, get them out of your life. But if they're just joking around like normal people and like you do, don't be such so sensitive to it. I promise they're not, it's, it's not most likely as bad as what it seems. But that, but that's the thing is don't be so sensitive to it. If they're like, Oh, come on, man, have a good time. You're like, bro, I am. And then like change this and move on. Like, like too many people act like it's, you know, it's not like she, your, your friend curb stomped your mom. Like it's, do you see what I'm getting at? But like I said, I know this is one of those broad subjects where there, there is no right answer. There's no end all be all answer I can give you because it's so contextual because I've seen people be really shitty people about this and you got to get them out of your life or super limit your association. But I've seen it the other way where you just need a little more balance in, on your end of it. You see what I mean? But like I said, at the end of the day, you've got to do what you've got to do for you and make sure you're taken care of. That's what's first and foremost and most important, but then check your balance and see how that is. So I don't know. I kind of feel like I didn't really do a whole lot of help with this episode, but I'll go ahead and publish it anyway, just because in case I help one or two people. So um, yeah, if it helped, let me know if it didn't, I'm sorry. Um, Yeah. Otherwise I'll talk to you later.